to this special edition of the Al Heron Talks podcast. We have a very special guest here today. I'm so impressed with this young lady and all that she has accomplished in just really four years uh, in real estate. It's amazing what she is doing and she's going to share that story with us. And I think most of you will be just extremely uh, impressed and inspired One of the things we like to do with this particular podcast is we want to entertain, educate, and encourage. And so I think with our guest today, we'll be able to do a little bit of all of that. Uh, Benita is not here today. She ended up having a a bit of a a family situation she had to go take care of, but she's all good. So we'll be doing it without Benita uh, on this particular episode. But um, let me first welcome our guest, Miss Nancy Garcia. Uh, of Monument Realty and her company, City... City Real Estate. City Real Estate, and it's spelled C-Y-T-Y. C-Y-T-Y, yes. Right, and there's a very interesting story behind the uh, origins of City uh, Real Estate, which started long before she was even in real estate. So yes. we'll we'll talk about that in <laughs> just a minute. But, uh, uh, Nancy, I want to start here. Let's. Uh, I like people to kind of get to know our guest uh kind of on a personal level not just you know right into the business just yet but if you are when you're moving around town because I, I see that you log a lot of miles oh, showing yes. clients and meeting clients and all this stuff what do you listen to what what is your what's what's on your playlist well you know people ask me that but I'm on the phone the whole time that I'm driving really? I'm literally always on the phone you know clients are calling me and that's the time that I get to talk to people on the phone um, because I get to the office and I start getting busy, people come in. So when I'm driving, I try to make all my calls. But I have my Bluetooth. I'm not uh, right, holding right, sure, my phone. Sure. I have my Bluetooth. Um, so I really don't listen to music a lot because right. of you know just being on the phone. I was just telling someone a story that happened to me. Um, I was on my way to a walkthrough and I was already running late. And um, I saw my gas tank. I'm like, I need to go pump gas. But I'm on the phone the whole time. So I get there and I'm trying to put my card and it's not working. So I have to go inside. I go inside and I pay. I get back in my car and um, I go straight to the to the walkthrough. Okay. When we get out, I'm trying to turn on my car and it's not turning on. Well, I never pumped gas. gas. No, so you just I just <laughs> went, paid. And just it, it just left. And right. it was so embarrassing because then my client had to help me, right. you know, get past. <laughs> that was a bonding moment. And so you and your client got to oh bond yeah. over you. It was just so embarrassing. I'm like, is my car not working? It better work. I just purchased right. it, but it, I didn't pump gas. I mean, it's just, I get so busy with calls. I, my phone rings all day, every day. Like I have to charge it two to three times a day because. Two or three times a day. Yeah. That, I, I can imagine, and with the the amount of work that you're doing, the volume that you do, I'm sure you're getting a bunch of calls like yes. that. So, so you don't listen to anything. You spend that time talking yeah. to yeah. And to if clients. I put the radio, it's just the radio, whatever it's on. Like okay. if I have some time, but it's usually I'm on the phone. The gotcha. Whole time. And I don't have a driver. Like I have to drive myself. So. <laughs> I, I, I just yeah, like like your good friend Connie and her. I her, know. Yeah. I, I tell her she's so lucky because yeah. she has her husband. You know, <laughs> I would be doing so much too. So I had right. somebody drive me. I actually told my dad if he wanted to be my driver. He <laughs> said no. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> he passed. He was like, and that's okay. You know, my eighteen year old. I have an eighteen year old. I told him, you know what? You're gonna on, in the summer. You're gonna drive me. And the first time I took him, I he takes me to the house and um, I go in with my clients. I come out. He's gone. 
I said, Giovanni, like, you know, we have a schedule. We have right, to go. Right. So I call him. He said, oh, I'm eating at, in, at the gas station. <laughs> I can't. I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah, you probably needed to have a little little meeting yeah, first. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? You're fired. I'm not. <laughs> you know, my clients had to wait for me because he was 15-minute gas station okay. out there. And I'm like, no. He was like, I was going to give you all plenty of time and be back in time. Yeah, got to the he's next like, one. I don't know how this works. I what? thought you were going to stay there for like an hour. I'm like, no. <laughs> Funny stuff. And so yeah. the uh, the the thing that I found so interesting about you is because your your level of production would have someone who didn't know any better think that you've been doing this for a decade or more, right? Yeah. And then when I talked to you and trying to get your your background and all this stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, you just you just started, you know, you four years into this, and what you've done is is amazing. And, um, and so I wanted to kind of figure out, you know, what got you into it? What, how did you get here? And so, but you were telling me that you are not originally from the United States, that you came here when you were. I was seven years old. I'm from Monterrey, Mexico. Okay. Okay. And we came here when I was seven. We used to come to the United States every summer. My dad used to bring us every summer, you know, to spend our vacation here because all our family was here. Gotcha. Um, so we used to come every summer, but there was a summer that he said, you know what? We're staying here. Okay. Because all our family was here. And gotcha. we only had one family member that lived over there with us. So, And, you know, I come from a private school over there, nothing but girls, uniforms. So I come here, and it's, like, completely different. I had, you know, no English at all, zero. Okay. And I was actually in third grade. Third grade. Yeah, okay. Third and you grade. all moved to? Garland, Texas. Garland, Texas. Yes, okay. That's where my And so you're in third grade, Garland, Texas. Yes. Don't know English. Nothing. Tell me about that experience. I mean, at first it was really frustrating because I didn't understand anything. And I would cry <laughs> because I would tell my parents, why did y'all do this to me? I was, you know, <laughs> I already had all my friends over there with, you know, in my private school. It was actually a Catholic school. Okay. And it was all girls. I was not used to being with boys. Or right. Um, but you know, after the first year, it got easier, and I okay. was an ESL student. Okay. Home. So, how long did it take you? As because I'm always amazed at how quickly, and especially the younger yes, I think the person younger. is, they can 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 learn much faster, or at yeah. least uh, get acclimated to the the changes much faster and easier than someone that's yeah. a little older. I think starting fifth grade, so two years, I was already you know fully, you know, learned. But I. I was still an ESL student until I graduated. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so you were in, uh, is that Garland Public School? Uh, Garland High School. Okay. Okay. So I started in um, Lyles Middle School. Okay. And then, no, elementary school. Okay. And, um, no, Herford Elementary School, and then I went to um, Lyles. Okay. And then Garland High School. And Garland High School. Okay. And then what kind of student were you? Were you, were you? I was a nerd. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, my friends, they would always ask me, like, you know, they were always, you know, having fun. They'll skip school. And I was always so scared of my parents. Gotcha. Um, so I was, I mean, I was, I didn't like school. I hated school. I just, I wanted to graduate and get okay. it over with. So why did you hate school? Though? You don't strike me as somebody who would just hate school. I don't know. I was just not into school. I mean, I, I liked it to be there with friends and stuff. Okay. But the whole, you know, math was <laughs> horrible. I hated math. Um but, you know, I graduated. Right. And you would think she was, she was an accountant. Right, right, math. right. No. <laughs> I did not like math at all. That is funny. So, and you're, with your personality, too, it would f- seem to me that you would really 
enjoy school because you seemed like such an extrovert and that you would have liked hanging with friends and stuff like that. But it yeah. was the it was the classroom stuff that you. Yeah, I'm not organized at all. Okay, I'm that realtor. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that part in a minute because that's that's. I'm always amazed. There's so many different personality types, yes. different organizational styles yeah. of people who do this really well. And so you can't necessarily kind of stereotype, okay, here's a successful agent because yeah. they all have oh, their no, own different. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so then you graduate high school, and then what do you do? So I started working for Metro PCS. It's a okay. cell phone store, and that was my first job. And, you know, I didn't interview anyone. My cousin worked there, so she told me, hey, you know, they're hiring someone. Come work here. And it was literally down the street from my parents' house. Okay. So I started working there. Um, six months after that, they I became the manager for the store because I was doing so good. So let's talk about that because I think that's the way you realize, hey, I'm, I'm pretty good at this sales thing. Person, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And so you, you're you there and they're hired, you were hired to be what, just a kind of a floor salesperson to yes, sell? Yes, yes. Sell products, yeah. phones, and phones, accessories. accessories. So they started noticing, you know, after a month. I mean, I was already like almost at the top selling accessories, phones. I just came up with different ideas on how to sell because okay. we had, um, you know, every every quarter they would do like an appreciation to whoever sold the most. And I'm really competitive. Okay. Very, very competitive. So I always wanted to be number one. Okay. Um, so I made sure I, you know, I did bundles. I'll tell the people that will come, you know, uh, do their phone bill. I was like, hey, you know, right now we have a bundle. You can pay your phone and we'll give you 10% off the Bluetooth charger and that's how I started selling so so much. And now, now were the bundles already set up? No, you you no. created the I bundle create, thing. And you know okay. how extra I am and right. I'm creative. So <laughs> I will go and buy like wrapping paper and put the stuff like on there and make it seem like a little gift. Gotcha. Yeah. And and my boss was just so impressed with me. He's like, how do you come up with these ideas? You know? And so they just kind of let you run with it. Oh, just yeah. do it. Yeah. And the... Uh, that's that's really cool. And so you identified early, and then we talked about that. We talked about this that yes. you're 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 extra. When yes. we say extra, I don't mean extra in a bad way. I mean, yes. but you go big. You don't you yes. don't you don't you don't stay small, right? Yeah. And you and you you put yourself out there, and you you go big. Mm -hmm. And so even with something as simple as that, and you're only seventeen, yeah. And at this store, and now you you know you're very competitive, and you want to do well, mm -hmm. and you're selling this stuff, and you realize, hey, if I bundle this stuff up and give a bit I of a discount, here, and then I package it a certain way, I will act like they were getting a discount, but they really weren't. Uh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> because I was not allowed to give discounts. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, but so I had to figure out a way how to do it. Gotcha. You had to mix and match it. If you purchase all three, you'll get it for a better price. So right. That was my. And then you also gave them the presentation of yeah. this nice little bundle. Yeah. Wow. And so then quickly, in six months, then they... I was managing about seven stores at that time because they wanted me to go teach the other stores how to sell. Right. You know, more accessories, more phones. So um, I was managing all seven stores, and they were all at the top. Wow. Um, and so are the seven stores, were they relatively close together? Oh, were they no, all over the place? Everywhere. Okay, so you're traveling was, all over the place. Yeah, I was traveling. And then they made me, um, before they used to just go drop off all the accessories and stuff. And then they saw how much I was selling, and I would tell them, hey, bring me this kind. This sells more. And then they were like, you know what? You go. Okay. So I used to drive to Harry Hines and go pick up all accessories for all stores. I mean, I liked it. It right. was it was a good job. I was making very good money for my I age. I would imagine, yeah, a seventeen-year-old yeah. doing all that, yeah. and okay, wow, very good money. 
And this is what year? What, what are we talking about? 19? I mean, not 19. 2000. Yeah, it was like 2007. Okay. Eight, 2007. Yeah. Okay. 2007, okay. 2008. Yeah. Uh, you running, you're, you're the queen of, 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 of Metro, Metro PCS. P- I was, yeah, I was the queen <laughs> of Metro PCS. Um, it's, it's so how long do you do that? I was there for about four and a half years, um, but I decided I just wanted an eight to five job. You know, I was working every day. There was times that would call me at four in the morning. Hey, somebody broke in the store. You need to come. So, you know, I got a little bit tired of that. And um, I was very young at the time. too. Gotcha. So I wanted to enjoy my weekends and I just wanted an eight. To my All my friends had an eight to five job. Right. And on the weekends they would go out and I couldn't. Right. You know, right. I could not take weekends off. Which I mean, now I'm the same, but right, right. you know, back then I was sure younger you were young. You yeah. want to be able to do enjoy the weekend, and you were making a nice little piece of change too, yeah, and so yeah. you want to enjoy that. And yeah. so, how do you? So, what do you move to from that? So, I know you were you were kind of tired, needed to do something else. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they wanted desperately to keep you. So, how did that conversation oh, yeah, go? No. I'm sure they were ready to roll out the red carpet, do whatever they need to to keep you around. And they did. They tried, but I told them. I mean, I I couldn't. I, I I, I told myself, I know they're going to tell you they're going to give you more and don't do it. You right. know? And uh, they were very sad, which sure. I mean, I still have some of them on my social media. And okay. they see, they're like, oh, you're doing so well. Sure. We knew you were going to do well. It's like anywhere you went, you were going to do, especially in sales, because they saw how good I was in sales. Right. And so when you're thinking about that and wanting to kind of slow down from there, did you think that, hey, I want to continue to do something in sales or were you just? I didn't. Okay. No. <laughs> I actually wanted, you know, like I said, just an eight to five job, like, you know, office job, just receptionist or something. I, I sure. just didn't know what I wanted at okay. the time. But I was making a lot of money. I knew that I was going, I was going to go from making a lot of money to less. Okay. So you knew that. So, and yeah. you were prepared but to do okay. that. Yeah. Okay. I was okay. I was okay with that. And you yeah. saved a lot of money. Yeah. You were, you're I still did living save a home. lot of money. Yeah. Right. So I wanted to take like two to three months off before I started working somewhere okay. else. Yeah. That's a, that's a very nice luxury to be able to do that. Yeah. And, but you, you really didn't do that. No, no. The week after I quit, I, my aunt calls me and she's like, Hey, they have a receptionist job here at the office that I work with. And you know, I go to the interview and I had never been to an interview. I didn't know anything and I didn't know how much people paid. I mean, I knew I was making a lot of money, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what office jobs paid or anything sure. like that. So when my um, ex-boss asked me, he's like, so how much do you want to make? I just said, um, I don't know, whatever you want to pay me. <laughs> so he said that made him hire me. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's very happy. He wanted yeah. to do it right then. Yeah. You're hired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, cool. And so you, you go to this. And what kind of company is this? Uh, this was a landscape company. Okay. It's uh, Turfscapes and Rockwall. Okay. Yes. And so you get there, and quickly they see, okay, yeah, you, you're more capable than just being the receptionist. We yes. want a lot more. Yes. And in particular, the accountant took interest in you, very yes. impressed with you, and wanted to teach me everything because she knew she was going to leave the company in a year or two. Mm-hmm. So she said, you know what, Nancy, I'm teaching you everything. You're going to take over my job whenever okay. I leave. And you don't have to go to school. I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. I mean, I did take some courses, you sure. know, had to learn how to use QuickBooks and all of that uh-huh. stuff, but I learned everything from her. Her name was Ellen. I remember Ellen. Okay. Was, she was okay. very, very nice to me. And so Ellen got you hooked up, mm-hmm. and then you start doing this. The The boss is, is taking notice and mm-hmm. very impressed with you, and then you kind of move into more of a quasi-executive assistant type yeah. accountant. Just You kind of like... The yeah. right-hand person. So when I started, there was four of us. Okay. Accounting, somebody that did the invoices, and then there was um, another person there. I can't think of what he did. But at the end, it was just me doing everything. Okay. I took over all their jobs. You know, they left, and I took over everything, and I started, 
you know, doing everything for sure. him. Okay. And it was just me. Okay. And the company's doing really well. You're doing really well in your position there. And then, and you ended up there all total, what, you said 12 uh, years? 12 years, yes. Okay, wow, that's a nice run. Yes. And so the boss comes to you because he's decided he wants to start building. building yes. Kind of developing things. Mm-hmm. And, and not just building little stuff. He's building oh. million, million dollar homes. Yes, yes, yes. But he has this idea that he wants you to be the real estate person. Yes. And that created a bit of a dilemma because you needed to go get a real estate license. Yes. And when he told me, I'm like, oh, I have to go to school again <laughs> and, you know, do this. But, you know, um, I, I told him, yes, let's do it. Yeah, you said you also had a little more motivation when you realized you did the, the calculations. on. Oh, yeah. When he told me, you know, how much we were going to list the first house. I'm right. like, oh, and I started, you know, researching how much does a real estate agent <laughs> make because I had no idea. Right. Um, and when I made the calculations, I'm like, oh, wow, yes, I definitely want to do it. And I had a timeline. I had to finish the school in a month. Right, because it was based on he had a house he was building. A spec home that he was And it was going to be done. Yeah. And he told me, he's like, if you don't get your license by then, I'm going to have to give it to another realtor until you get your license. I'm like, no, I'm not allowing that. I'm going to list this house. Okay. So I called my sister. Okay, okay. And you called your sister because you like to do things together. together. You, you you like group projects. And yes. so she, she joined you. Y'all did the classes. Mm-hmm. You knocked the classes out. You were a little nervous about the test because everybody's telling you how hard it was, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. But, but I did pass it the first time. Pass it the first time. And yes. you, and I think, too, I do believe the competitiveness that you, and I've witnessed it, too. I know you're competitive. <laughs> and, and competitive in a good way. But yeah. I think you, you know, challenged yourself. You took on a challenge. And the end goal for that to be successful was for you to pass that test and become a real estate agent. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. of course, you were going to pass. And just to tell you how competitive I am, before okay. I did real estate, I was really fit. You know, I was doing 5Ks. <laughs> I would run. I would work out. And I can run you a mile in the treadmill about nine minutes. You okay. Know, normal. But when I would do this 5Ks or 10Ks, I wanted to be number one. I didn't care how fast I had to go. I didn't like to see people in front of me. Okay. I like to see him behind me. So <laughs> I remember, like, there was a professional runner there. Okay. And I could not keep up. And I was trying and trying, and I finally beat him. And really? And I ran the mile in 6.2 minutes. And I won. That's how competitive I am. Man, okay. Yeah. I couldn't walk after. I was <laughs> like, it was crazy. Yeah, how long did it take you to recover from that? Oh. From, from trying to <laughs> trying to it was outdo a I'm professional. Like, almost died, but I did it, <laughs> and I was very proud of myself. You're very proud of you. You should have been. Yes. So then you get your license and you get your very first listing. Yes. Is this million dollar property? Yes. And that really is how all of this gets started but before then uh-huh. you were telling me that you and your and you said your sister who how many siblings do you have i have four siblings so okay. i mean three and four with me sure. so i have an older sister which is kathy garcia okay. and then I, then it's me and then i have another sister under me which is veronica and then a brother just one brother okay yeah and so you and your sister as you were taking the real estate classes yes. had already mapped out this real estate group you were going to have y'all yes. y'all were going to do this as a group and y'all as was a like sister's a group. sister's group right yes. yes long i mean you ain't on license yet but you've already planned this out mm-hmm. and so you even had the name yes. so what, what was the name again city real estate but city with the y because right. you know my name is nancy and it's with cy and kathy ty so we put it together and that's how city real estate cyty C-Y-T-Y. C-Y-T-Y. city real estate and so city real estate is is born out of y'all's conversations and dreams mm-hmm. and all this stuff and so 
you get started and you you start with United United Real, Real Estate. Okay, yes. United Real Estate, and you're there. And tell me, tell me what what does real estate look like? You got your first listing, but then what else are yes. you doing? Because you get going really fast. Yeah. So I got my first listing. You know, I'm a big social media person. Mm-hmm. Even before real estate, you okay. know, I'm a big social media person. So I will post a lot about the homes that he was building because he had that spec, but he was also building more and more. Um, but at one point my friends were reaching out to me and they said, hey, you know, we didn't hire you because we thought you only did luxury listings. I'm like, no, 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 I do everything. Right. Uh, so I couldn't wait until I got my first client that, you know, because I was just doing the seller side, mm-hmm. you know, the listing side. Um, and my cousin reached out to me and she said, hey, I'm ready to purchase a home. I was like, perfect. Right. Um, so that was my, fir- my first, you know, buyer was my cousin. And gotcha. after that, you know, they saw that I did regular homes as well. So that's how I kept. From there, it went off. Okay, so let's let's do this too because I think this is very important because you started two thousand two thousand nineteen. The end of two thousand nineteen. End yes. of two thousand nineteen. So end of two thousand nineteen, we're also moving into COVID. COVID. Yes. Right, and but it didn't seem like it it messed you up because I think you had already decided and knew that your your way in this business was going to be through social media. Yes. And you were already plotting, planning, and, and strategically using social media mm-hmm. in, in a way that others, I mean, people did, but not to that extent. They didn't go big like you. Again, that's that's going to be the theme of y'all. So, you know, Marcella, when we're looking for the title for, for Nancy, <laughs> it's going to be go big, right? <laughs> uh, or extra. extra. <laughs> but so you you decided, hey, no, I'm going to going to document what I'm doing. I'm going to promote this stuff in such a way that people recognize, hey, okay, no, this is this is Nancy Garcia, and this is who ultimately I would like to use as a real estate agent. So tell me about the co- – so it was a conscious effort, right? You yes. knew social media is what you needed to oh, do. Oh, yes. Once I started seeing how much people were reaching out to me through social media, uh-huh. every time I would post, you know – because I, you know, I was out there still doing open houses every weekend. Uh-huh. You know, when I started, I would do open houses, but I will post every single time. And I realized that that worked because sure. every time I post, somebody will message me or contact me from social media. And after that, you know, it's referrals, but mm-hmm. a lot of it comes from social media. Right. I think what it did, too, is made you top of mind. So mm-hmm. the problem a lot of people have, and I've said this to many agents who are starting out and they agents will come in and they want to go look for business i'm gonna go find business i need these leads and all the stuff and they neglect the people right there at them their friends their family the people who know who they are co-workers they don't contact them and in fact if most agents picked up their phone Mm -hmm. this wouldn't happen to you of course because you you you, (laughs) all your people know but most agents if they picked up the phone and called every randomly called everybody Mm -hmm. in their phone and ask them the simple question, have you or someone you've known been in a real estate transaction within the last 12 months? Mm-hmm. Their feelings are going to be hurt because so many of them are going to say, oh, yeah, I did yeah. what my mom did, my cousin. And they're like, well, dang, you didn't use me. Mm-hmm. Well, and they did not use you because it's you. It's no. just you weren't there. You mm-hmm. weren't top of mind. And what social media allows is for you to remain top of them. mind. Yes. Right. And the way you do social media is even better <laughs> because it's not just the houses and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's the li- your life, yeah, too. You're personal and business. Right. And so they get to see both. They see you working hard. Mm-hmm. 
you play hard too. Yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. you play hard too. <laughs> yeah. And, and they get to see all of it, which gives a more complete picture of the brand of yeah. Nancy Garcia. Right. So that's the other thing too. A person, if an agent is really just dependent on a house to help somebody make a decision, that's not the, the person really needs to be making the decision on who do I want to help me do this. Yes. And you've got that down. Yes. I feel like people want to know the real you. What about that? So I post all my personal life and business. You don't want to bore them by just posting houses, houses, houses. You know, you want to also show them your personal. Sure. You know, sure. Lifestyle. Yeah. And my lifestyle is pretty. It's pretty extra, extra. right? <laughs> <laughs> In fact, this is going to be a good point right here. So I noticed... And uh, and y'all, I've worked on this already. I got my invites, so I, I got <laughs> yes. invites. So Angela, I have to let my wife know we we got invites. We get to go to Nanchella, yeah, twenty twenty three. So Nanchella twenty twenty two. I saw a video of that. I was like, God, this looks like Coachella. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, it's, you know, I had the Ferris so fake one, but yeah, fair. I'm like, so tell me about that. So here, here's what Nancy understands that. Um part of this and part of making sure that you're you stand out and that people don't forget you and that when they actually need you for real estate you're top of mind because she also has figured out how to create experiences and uh, encounters that really ingrain her and the image of her in the minds of these people so they can't forget so when real estate comes up immediately that's what i'm thinking of right and yes. so tell me how did nanchella 2022 come about so you and know, what it is for everybody <laughs> yes. so i was sitting with my accountant and she tells me you need expenses you know how can we do it you know to get more expenses and she told me a client appreciation event and i'm like yeah that sounds good but also my birthday's coming up you know i can do it a client appreciation birthday you know and invite my friends family clients and let's make it big. Right. I'm right. like, what's my budget? Right, right. <laughs> How much do I save spending this much? You know, so <laughs> right. that's why I went big because gotcha. I needed expenses. Sure. Um, but I had been to Coachella the year before and I loved it. Uh-huh. You know, I'm, I get to tell you I'm extra and <laughs> I love dressing up. It's not for the music really. It's more dressing up okay. and seeing everybody's outfits. And I just love the whole vibe. I mean, I loved it. And I said, you know what? My next party is going to be, I always have a theme for okay. parties. Okay. Not just for myself, but like for my kids. If sure. you see his, their parties before, you'll be like, wow. Right. Like they always have a big theme and I go out. Like everybody right. wants to go to my parties because they know I'm extra and I right. make them big. Because quite honestly, if you weren't doing real estate and you could do anything else, it would be party what? planning. Party planning. Yes. I, and I would probably do that when I retire. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, and so it, it shows in how you do events and everything so i didn't mean to interrupt you on that i just i just wanted to bring up that point because we were talking the other day is that if if we talk about people going to the nba i think that was the example we were using we were saying that you know people graduate from high school go play ball in college and then Mm -hmm. just only a handful of them ultimately make it to the national basketball association but they don't make all make it because they're all just good at everything in basketball Mm -hmm. No, the ones who really succeed are the ones who are at least great at one aspect of this. Mm-hmm. They got to be good in the other areas, but yeah. they got to be great somewhere. Yeah. And what you are great at, you're great at several things, mm-hmm. which is unusual, right? Mm-hmm. And you're really good at 
everything, of course, but great yeah. in, in certain aspects. And you're great at putting on an event, and you're great at making sure that that event or whatever it is that you're associated is properly promoted, yes. right? And by being great in those things, I, it just takes you to a whole nother level to where in real estate, agents do this all the time. Agents make you better. Agents make a Nancy Garcia better because the public looks at them all the same, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other, because mm -hmm. Everything we do looks like what everybody else does. So if we get a Nancy Garcia who likes to go big, who likes to be extra, yeah. she gains market share because everybody else looks the same. Yes. Right? Everybody's closing looks the same. Everybody's holding the same big wooden cardboard key saying we, you know, my. I don't have one. Yeah, I, I know you don't. <laughs> of course you don't. Uh, uh, my my agent rocks and all that because it's yeah. all the same. Yeah. And so if I'm scrolling through, everybody looks the same. Yes. But when I get to you, it's different. It's something different. Yeah. And in fact, when I'm just sitting there randomly scrolling and I see you pop up, I'm going to look to see what this is about because yeah. it's going to be extra and different i like to be different like to be different and different is the differentiator mm -hmm. different allows you to close 95 transactions on your own yes. acquire and build a team of 28 agents mm -hmm. who together you close 103 million 103 million, 103 million last year Right. So if anybody listening to this and you're trying to still figure out, OK, how do I do this real estate thing? First of all, be extra, extra and different, extra and different. <laughs> so, Nancy, you try to. I, I just, I just, so Nancy's trying to make sure I understand you can be you can be extra. But if you're not different, you don't want to copy what others are doing. Exactly. Exactly. You want to kind of come do up your, with your own ideas. And absolutely. So back to Nancella 2022. Mm -hmm. Tell me how you do that. What 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 are you thinking behind it? Because it's more than just the presentation and the fun and all that stuff. You have also other goals behind that. Oh, yeah. That's things you're trying to accomplish with this. Yeah, so I wanted to invite, you know, like I said, my clients, friends, but also realtors. I wanted to, you know, networking is so big. And mm -hmm. It actually worked out because this year I'm working with agents that were at my party and, you know, they accepted my offer because they knew who I right. was because sure. Nanchella last year, right. you know, so I try to invite as many realtors that I could and, you know, made it, I think we had about 300 people, Wow. which I was the next day I was just thinking, I was like, did I really bring 300 people to this party? Like, you know, and I didn't start advertising it until like, I think like it was July 16th. I didn't send the invite in. I think it was like July 1st when I sent the invite. Really? Mm -hmm. But you planned it well. In, so oh, yeah. your, your planning was well in advance. Yes. So at least what, how long were you saying? Um, about two months. Two months of planning yes. so that you could. But I'm also busy at the same time. Sure. So I had, you know, sometimes I'll be sleeping at four in the morning because I'm trying to figure out because I like to draw. And uh -huh. if I show you the drawings of like where I wanted everything right. and try to make it look as nice as I can and. Um, like I was telling you, the owner of the place was there. He's like, oh, you're really here doing everything. And I said, yeah, it's because I don't trust somebody to do it. I don't, they won't do it the same. Right. So I was there all day. I was so tired. I mean, it took me about two weeks to recover from Ranchella. I can imagine. I mean, it was a lot of work. So what happens? What so what happens at Nanchella? What was the, the what, what was the experience? So somebody goes to Nanchella. What all? I think the 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 nicest thing was the fireworks show. Okay, I had fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was so surprised. They didn't think there was gonna be all fireworks, right. and out of nowhere, if we got fireworks, fireworks just started right. 
coming in. Um, the music, I mean, everybody just had so much fun. Like, it was amazing. I, everybody was telling me, I can't wait for Nanchella number two. Oh, like, sure. So so your music, did you have a DJ? you have a band? What'd I you had have? A DJs, and then I had, you know, the whole big screen, the sound. I mean, everything you can think of. I even had a... Uh, churro. Do you know what churros are? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I know. So yeah, I had you can't tell. I know what churros are. When you see, when, <laughs> yeah, when you get to this size, you know what churros are. Yeah. Right. So I had a truck come in like at midnight with churros, and everybody was, you know, getting oh, that. Man. I mean, it was it was really really amazing. I mean, by the end of the day, I think we finished around three a.m. Three. When, what time did it start? It started at seven. Okay. It started at seven, but I was there since the day before, right? Getting up ready and okay. you know. When it started, I was already tired because right, I right. was there because I like to do things on my own because I feel like they just don't get right. done the right way. Okay. And y'all finished at 3 a.m. And so all the people who who came, and these were invites, so mm-hmm. it's not like people could buy a ticket and all that kind of stuff. No, so, so for it to be invitation only, that I believe even added more value to the invitation. Oh, yes. And so then those who, who came – there's a certain feel, like, oh, yeah, Nancy invited me to come mm-hmm. to this. And then they got there and had a great time. Yeah. And they want to come back. So the deal is, like, I want to make sure when I know somebody needs to buy a sell a house, I need to make sure Nancy, <laughs> I want to I stay on the list. Yeah. I want to stay in the mix. Yeah. And so I think that's amazing. And the people that missed it because something came up, they couldn't go. They were, just, they were like, I can't believe I missed it. And after seeing all the pictures, videos, and they were like, like we can't, I'm not missing it the next year, absolutely. I promise. Yeah. So the other thing when we're talking about the greatness of Nancy Garcia. So the other thing you did was you document you document things so yes. well. And so even the video of it. So oh, I yeah. saw the video of last year's yes. and, and I didn't notice I didn't really pay attention to it was twenty twenty two. I thought it was this year. I was dang, I no, didn't get a, like I don't know Nancy yet <laughs> like that, but I didn't get an invite to and then I saw it was the twenty twenty two. Benita was the one says, Oh, it's last year. She hadn't done it yet. Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay, we got time. Maybe we can get a get an invite. Yes. But uh but it's so it was cool and so everybody got to see it again, helping to enhance the brand of Nancy Garcia and also City Real Estate. And again, keeping you top of mind. Mm-hmm. Also what it lets someone know. So if I'm trying to select a real estate agent to sell my house. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is kind of looking the same, but I, I come across the stuff that she that Nancy does, and it's yeah. all extra, and it's all big. Mm-hmm. I know if you can pull something off like that, you can sell my house, and yeah. you can sell it at the highest price in the quickest time, right? And I don't have as much followers. I mean, I only have about 7,000, but, you know. Yeah, you're, you're 7,000. Seven, <laughs> so, but it's 7,000 real Followers, oh yes, right. I so would not do fake, yeah. you, correct. So in other words, you still have seven thousand people that you're getting content to, and here's what we found: for every twenty four people mm-hmm. that you have in an active database, and social media is an active database if you're engaging with it. So for every twenty four people in that deal, you really should be able to get a hundred trans. I mean, one transaction for every twenty four. Oh yeah. So. You know, that's that twenty four hundred is a hundred transactions. So it might be skewed a little bit on social media because oh, it's yeah. not quite the same. Yeah. But still, you have a big enough group to get you. Well, heck, ninety five transactions by yourself. Oh, yeah. And then what was it all together? Your whole group did how it many was transactions? Like three hundred and twenty transactions. Three hundred and twenty transactions, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, when right. they told me the numbers, I'm like, did we really do that much? I was so proud of everyone. You should be. Yeah. I mean, just getting all these awards at Monument, because, you know, when I moved to Monument, 
I'm like, oh, you know, because I was their top producer at United Real Estate. Yes. I was number one. And I thought to myself, being as competitive I am right. as I am, I'm like, oh, man, you know, I'm going to go to this big brokerage. I'm not going to be number one, but it's okay. You know, I didn't uh, think I was going to be number right, one right, you know, right, here. Right. And I think I was the only one that got three awards that right, for, right. My, for myself, for my team, and my production. Yeah. And of course. And so here's the deal. And a lot of people, and it's funny, so Monument has really attracted really big producers oh, yeah. here recently. And so, and all of you are the same in that you're all are very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and you looked at the numbers. So you looked at the numbers. You were kind of like, okay, this is what I did. Yeah. When Tanisha Lusk was on here, she was saying the exact same thing. She yeah. paid attention. She studied, okay, yeah. where are they? Who's the top producers? Yeah. All that. Um, you know, Connie's very competitive. And you brought, you brought I Connie brought here. Connie, yes, yes. Yeah. And so some people would think as competitive as you are, they would say, okay, so you brought Connie over and – you don't have to compete more, yeah. with her. Yeah. And uh but you're like, no, no. I compete with myself. I'm yes. trying to better yes. me. I compete with myself. Every year I set a goal. I'm gonna do double or triple, you know. Uh-huh. I always set a goal. And Connie was actually asking me, Do you keep up with your transaction? I'm like, No. Uh-huh. I do not do that because then I'll be counting every month. Okay, how many do I need to do? Right. No. So I don't keep up. I only the end of the year that's when I start calculating all the Way transactions that I, and I it has worked. I mean every year I double it. Gotcha. I think probably triple it, hopefully right. this year. So, so when you got started at United, other than the your your former boss who was giving you the 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 big listings, what do you do? You remember what your transaction count was in year one? The yeah, I think the first year I did, um, I think it was like twenty two transactions. Twenty two transactions, which mm-hmm. is very good for yeah. year one. Yeah, and I first started just with the builder, so, you know, specs take long. So it was only like, you know, I sold one one month, and then four months later I sold another. But then at at the end, that's when I started selling, you know. To your your sphere of influence, right. And I've never done a lead in my life. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, very good point there. So, and, you know, we're not anti-leads, of course. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying you are. Yeah, I know you're not saying that. So leads are are good when Mm -hmm. people want them. But here's the thing. A sustainable business is not built on leads. Never has been. Well, not leads like that where you're buying leads and that kind of thing. A sustainable business is built on leads that are developed from a pipeline that you create. And so that's what you do. The way you do your events, the way you publicize and use social media, you create a pipeline that sends you leads. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to. Those are my leads. That's yeah. your leads, right. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's the way a business is supposed to work. Um, and that's why you're so successful at it. Well, one thing I, I forgot to mention, um, I think the way I started too is I have a really good friend. Her name is uh, Melanie. Okay. And she's actually an influencer. Okay. Um, her, her name on Instagram is Crazy Melly. So okay. I've been knowing Melanie for years, you know. Okay. And, you know, my competitive side, I said, okay, I need to do something different. You know, uh-huh. I'm in real estate now. How do I get more people? You know, I don't want to just be selling this million-dollar homes. I want to be able to sell more. Mm-hmm. So I started talking. And she got big on social media on Instagram because she would do a lot of, um, like, Target deals and stuff like that. So she has about 40,000 followers. Okay. Um, but they're all in the DFW area. Oh, wow. Like, followers from all over the world. They're all, you know, in the gotcha. DFW. So I started thinking about it, and I had a talk with her. I said, hey, how about we start doing lives okay. and start promoting me, and, you know, I'll pay you, we'll do this. So uh-huh. we started doing lives, and that has kept me busy. Really? For the longest. And, you know, and I tell other agents, don't just go look for whichever, you know, influencer, because a lot of influencers, yes, they have a lot of followers, 
but they're all over the world. Right. And, you know, you right. have to have someone that has followers. Access and reach theater. right here. Right. Yes. And her clients, you know, her followers are all like in the Hispanic area. And I, we started doing lives. She started promoting me. And I mean, I've been doing lives with her ever since I started. Wow. Yeah. And so how, how frequently are y'all doing it? Is it like a monthly thing? Or? Now we do them, you know, once a month or we'll, you know, sometimes we'll take a break of like two months, but, you know, she'll constantly post Joella and I. So that's how Joella and I started growing our, our followers. Too. Right. You know, she has about 6,000. I have about 7,000. But we started, I think my following was like um, 1,200. Okay. And okay. ever since I started doing, you know, the live videos and having Melanie promote me, I started getting more and more and more followers. And we do a lot of events. I don't know if you've seen, but. Yeah, yeah. No, no. The events, and, and um, we have a program that we operate out of the Arlington office called Operation 630. And so it is basically showing agents how to build out a business based on creating these pipelines yes. and, and getting those leads coming from the pipelines they've created. Mm -hmm. And one of the aspects of it is, to host events mm -hmm. on a regular basis, right? Yes. And again, you know, some people do it, some people know, but none of them go as big or as extra as yeah. you do. The deal is you gotta, you, every weekend, there's a homebody seminar in DFW. Yeah. There's a bunch of them, right? So if you decide that you're gonna have something that that's going to give out information. Same thing they're going to get out of home by seminar everywhere else. If if I come to Nancy and say, Nancy, let's do a home by seminar, I imagine immediately you're going to tell me, hey, first of all, we're not going to call it that. No. And we're going to do something a little bit different. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. We try to do it every, you know, holiday. Like okay. we do a Valentine's event. You okay. Know? Um, it's for Valentine's. It's a homebuyer's event, but okay. we don't call it that. Sure. We can, you know, I'll do the whole banner with hearts and invite everyone to have, you know, to come in and, you know, it attracts a lot of people. You right. know, we do like the Easter egg hunt. That right. We did. I saw that. That was um, big. We did a thousand dollars in one Easter egg hunt. So all the clients came and to find that thousand right. dollar egg cash, right. you know. Right. So I just come up with a lot of ideas that I know it's going to bring people in because if you just call it a home buyers seminar, you know, everybody right. knows about that and there's right. so many. So you have to be different and think outside the box. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now that I have Joella, you know, we partner up and we do this event. And then Crazy Melly, she promotes them. Right. And that's how we get so many people to come in. And you know. Well, part of, I mean, even you, that's how you got started. You, yes. you didn't even, you like partnerships. You like alliances. You like mm -hmm. doing things together because it, it, you seem to know or knew from early on that together you're stronger. If you're able to align yourself with the right people, you're able to do bigger things than just by yourself. And so just as you and your sister were in that real estate class together, and y'all were already talking about this sister's group, yeah. you already knew. It was like, and so now you kind of have that, you built that sister's group. You got a 28-agent network. You've built a sister's group and that, that partnership. You know, like you and Joella appear to be like sisters every yes. time I look up. And, and Joella... Again, is another, you know, Joel is, is a, workaholic uh, a, a too. <laughs> man, she's something else, right? And I've known about Joella for, I knew about Joella long before Joella knew I knew who she was because there were agents in an office where I was before who used to always talk about how great she is. That, hey, Joella will figure out how to get it done. Oh, yeah. If something's falling apart, hey, call Joella. Mm -hmm. she'll, she'll figure it out. 
And uh, and so for you to align yourself with somebody like that, such a great lending partner, and then such a an influencer in what's her, what's her name? Crazy Crazy Melly. Crazy Melly. Because <laughs> she's crazy. Okay, so she is crazy. Okay, yeah. so which means she's also extra. Yes, she's and extra. Jo- and there is a lot of extra in Joella too. Yes, so. Yeah. Uh, that and we know you extra, so that yeah. is that is a very extra. But you need to meet my sister. She's, okay, that's right. You told me she's the she, most extra. That's where I got it from. Okay, her. she's the extra. <laughs> <laughs> well, then all of that extraness allows you to go bigger mm-hmm. than 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 other folks, and I think that um, that really is what differentiates your business and your. Uh, level of success, I think, from others, and the fact that you don't mind. The so when you started doing the the social media stuff, mm-hmm. how did you? Was it professionally done, or were you just using your oh, camera? No, or how do you? How do you? How do you? Even to this to day, this what do day, you? Think? We use our phones. Okay, you know we, you know, and I said to myself, I don't just want to talk about myself uh-huh. because people want to know more about the lending side too. So that's why, you know, we started with Joella coming in, and we would do lives together, and you know. The times that work the most is I will call Joella and I said, you know what? Tomorrow's freezing. Nobody's going to work. Everybody's going to be home. Let's do it. The, right. the day we had to freeze, uh-huh. we did a live. And I called her the day before and I'm like, let's do it. Because I know nobody's going to be working. Right. They're going to be home. We got about 45 leads. Just from that? From that live. And so how long is the live normally? When y'all do a live, y'all? It's usually an hour, but okay. that live lasted almost two hours. Okay. Because there was just people asking and asking. Question, and right. Because you had a captive audience just there. They didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. So. And, you know, and then I told my girls and my team, I'm like, hey, you know, you see this work for me? I like to share to uh-huh. everyone. You know, if it works for me, it's going to work for you. You just have to do it, mm-hmm. you know. And I always tell them, too, it's not the same about posting a flyer. It's better if you talk in mm-hmm. the camera. They want to see you. That's how you're going to get more people, too interact with you um, yeah. it, well, it creates more of a you know it's, it's one of the things that was really good when I came to Monument and one of the things I heard from Eddie when he was talking to a bunch of agents about uh, the process of using the, the magic binder and actually just meeting a client out mm-hmm. at a property well most of the places Back in the day, we taught people, hey, you don't just go meet anybody at the property. You want to find out if they've been pre-approved or they're working with somebody, blah, blah, blah. You Basically, asking them for the blood type and, yeah. and the yeah. firstborn social security number, right? But Eddie was like, no, let's just go meet them at the mm-hmm. house, yeah, right? And then there we can strike up the rapport necessary mm-hmm. to then get them as a client. And it was so simple, and it makes a lot of sense because – Many of the people that you're talking to, they have no idea even how this process works. So when you just start by interrogating me about, do I am I working with an agent? Have I been pre-approved? I don't even know what you're talking about. I just want to go see the house. I have a story for that one. Okay. I always tell everyone, don't judge the book by its cover. Sure. You know, um, I had a listing, and I had this couple called me. And they said, hey, we're interested in this house, um, but I already had it under contract. You know, uh-huh. I told them, I'm sorry, this one's under contract, but I can help you, you know, purchase another house. Uh-huh. And they're like, yeah, but every realtor that I, we call, they always just say, oh, no, we can't help you. They hang up, like, because they they don't know how to use the phone or the internet or anything. I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'll go to your house, and I'll fill out the application with you. I'll help you through it. And they're like, oh, really? You would do it? Uh-huh. They were so surprised that I was sure. willing to do it. So they gave me the address. I go, I'm knocking in, in the front door, and they're like, no, he lives in the back house. It was like a little tiny house, okay. and it was just him and his wife. Okay. 
And I go in there, you know, and I'm helping them fill out the application. And I'm asking them, okay, this is how much you're going to need for down payment and all this stuff. And he starts laughing and tells the wife, do I have that money for the down payment? And she starts laughing. She's like, Nancy, we can buy this house cash. We have about 600000 Wow. And he owned about 10 properties. Really? Yes. But, but he they lived were in that in rental, ba- in a back little house rental. Wow. Yes. And that client has brought me so many people. I mean, I was able to. They bought it cash. I mean, they're uh-huh. like, you know what? I don't think I want to finance it. I'll, right. I'll buy it. And I was already helping them fill out the application. Right. He's like, no, we want to buy it cash. But, yeah. you know, they've bought investment properties and they've, you know, referred me to a lot of people because I was willing to go. You took the time. I, I took, the, you time took the, time the time to go out there. And I was already busy, you mm-hmm. know, but I took the time to go and help them. I just, you know, I love helping people. Um, and I think that's a, that's a common thing for the agents that we've talked to who are very highly successful like mm-hmm. yourself. There is there is a heart to this yes. as well. So it's not just about no, the, money. the money. And in fact, you've made enough money to where it's not you can make decisions not based on money. Yes. And because of that, I think more money comes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like a you know, it's almost like you can't turn it off now yes. because you are now um doing really what you've been called to do. You're helping people. You're helping people create wealth, you're helping people uh, create a legacy that will live past them. You're doing some really good things, and you have a very good um, uh, the, the, the the Hispanic market, too, mm-hmm. which had long been kind of ignored or not properly taken care of. Mm-hmm. Well, you've come in. You're kind of the standard bearer for, you know, hey, no, no, no. If we, we It's almost like not only are you going to take care of, of this whole community, but you're not going to just give them – Target service. It's like you're giving them the oh, full yes, thing. You're giving yes. them Gucci, yes. basically, right? <laughs> They're like walking into the Gucci store. They might be buying a $200,000 house, but you're yeah. going to treat it like, oh, yeah. hey, it's it's you're going to get the same level you, that a million-dollar person gets. Yes, you treat everyone the same. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but you'd be surprised how many people don't, don't do that. I know. Right. I mean, when they told me, they they said they reached out about to eight agents, nine agents, and no one wanted to help them. Yeah. When he said, I don't know how to use my, I don't have an email. Because right. that's what he told me. He's like, I don't have an email because I was going to send them the application. Right. I'm like, oh, no, don't worry. Yeah. You know, because my parents were like that. Sure. I helped my parents do everything when I was younger. Gotcha. So I feel like that's why I like to help because I, you know, my parents went through that. And I wouldn't want anybody else just, you know, to get ignored. Absolutely. And well, and again, that's why and a lot of people well, uh, want people to think, okay, yeah, I'll get on the <laughs> soapbox. But one of the reasons diversity is mm-hmm. so important yes. is because there are so many people, there's so many opportunities out there that wouldn't come to a successful end without having a diverse enough group of people working with you to make sure that these diverse groups are taken care of. And when diverse groups are taken care of, that's more for the whole, right? Yes, yes. And why certain people, certain companies, folks don't understand that is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Is beyond me, yes. right? But um, you know, there are companies that do understand. You know, look, Monument Realty. We've never been one that had to be. You know, there are some companies that had to learn that that diversity was something that needed to oh, happen. I, they had yeah. to create task force to to figure out how we're going to be diverse all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? But uh, you know that's that's not been the the case here. We we 
We invite everybody. We oh, want yes. everybody. That's something yeah. that I love about Monument. Absolutely. You know, I didn't have that at my other brokerage. Sure. I didn't have help from anyone. Right. <laughs> I tell all these agents that are doing the seals, I'm like, y'all are so lucky. Right. Like, y'all get to do this program. I had to learn on my own. Sure. YouTube helped me. You know, my first contract, I had no idea what I was doing. And thank God it was my cousin because right. um, it was my first time showing houses because I started as a listing agent. Sure. And I didn't even know how to open the doors. The key box you know, and the all that. The key box. Right. And he, her husband was helping me. Like, <laughs> it was bad, you right. know, because I didn't have that training. Sure. And I learned everything on my own. Like, I, my first contract for her, I had purchased a house two years before. And I went through all my paperwork and finding the contract. Because, you know, school doesn't teach you everything. No, 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 no. School t- gets you enough to get your license. But, but that's right. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through my contract and I literally copied Right, my, right. <laughs> from my contract to that one, and, right, and you know, I make sure everything was good, and you know, I send it. And my first contract was handwritten. I didn't oh wow! Know. Yes, wow. Because I didn't know right. what, um, you know, I didn't know about SIP forms. Right, I none of this stuff. Right, because the broker just said, "Yes, get your license signed." I mean, right. that's it. All right. So it was handwritten, and my my lender, she the, at the time, Vicky, um, she actually went through. It. She's like, "Oh my god, you did really good," but it's handwritten. Right. I'm like, I know. So I just learned, you know, on my own. I feel like that's why I learned more because I will research everything Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. I did it. Sure. And I always tell everyone, you fake it till you make it. When people will call me and I didn't know the answer, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Um, My kid's school is calling me. I'll call you right back. But I'll look for them and I'll call it back. (laughs) (laughs) This is how it is. You know, I just, you fake it till you make it. Especially for new agents. Sure. Sure. You just have to research. Don't expect everyone to just give you the answer you research Correct. and look it up and well yeah and the big thing at monument realty it, it was yeah they have the training they have the leadership infrastructure so even if you know you're finished with the training but you still have a question mm-hmm. you can pick up the phone and call somebody get yeah. your question answered i uh, didn't have that at all yeah and most people don't yeah. and i think well we talked about this too before we even got started just the you know most people don't really look at this as um, creating a business of their own. Mm-hmm. Now, you did from the very beginning, right? But so when they look at things like commission splits or uh, cap, how much do I pay to the brokerage, mm-hmm. the, the thinking is of the non-business person yes. is, well, I want to keep all my money. Uh, I just want to pay as little as possible. And you don't get it, nothing. Yeah, and I'm like, well, let's let's think of this more like a business person, right? Yeah. Um, business people make investments in their business mm-hmm. for a return on investment. So if you're not investing anything in your business, you should not expect a return on that zero investment. Now, so if you are going to invest, make sure you go to a place where that investment will produce a return. So if you are paying a split or you're paying a cap, you want to go somewhere where what you pay mm-hmm. produces something for you. And so it's not a question of not wanting to or not doing it. It's just where is the investment made that turns around and gives you a proper return. Yeah, and that's something that I really liked about Monument, that they had the training. You know, all the agents in my group, I trained them myself. Sure. You know, I was really busy. Right. And I was still, you know, meeting them at Starbucks Helping right. them with their first contract or the going to the listing appointments with them. Right. Like I was training myself. When Eddie told me, oh, no, you know, we have this program. I'm like, oh, my God. Right. He's right. like, I can't believe you've been doing it all on your own, right. you know. 
Like, yeah, that's what I did. That's yeah, what you do. That's what I did, yeah. And, and so the cool thing, too, is so then you're able to now come to a place of monument with all the fantastic partnerships mm-hmm. and, and you can leverage all of that for your, not just yourself, but for your team. And so it was kind of a, you know, when I, because people ask me, well, why would, why would Nancy come over there? She was already doing everything. She didn't have to pay mm-hmm. much at that other place. I was like, so Nancy's a businesswoman. Yes. I need, I knew I needed a change. Right. So right. That's your right. Yeah. So, and I was like, she's, she's a businesswoman. So she's making a business decision. And mm-hmm. so this business decision makes sense for her to do it. And so that's the case with all the people who've come over. So I'm always, um, again, I'm always amazed, but people need to do what, what's best for them. But uh, one of the cool things about Nancy being with us, Nancy was also brought on in the capacity of a uh, talent acquisition specialist. too. So mm-hmm. as Monument continues to grow, we're always looking for um, positive, productive professional people to join us and mm-hmm. so uh if you ever need uh you've been thinking about hey i might need to be looking at something else nancy mm-hmm. is is the person you need to contact she yes. can yeah. she can help talk to you about it and kind of figure out if this is the you know what you need to do or if you need to continue where you are or just go do something else yes. uh, i'm sure she'll be she'll be glad to tell you uh what she thinks and so nancy do you have any Contact information if somebody wants to reach out to you. Yes, uh, my Instagram is Nancy Ty Real Estate, and that's for my Instagram and Facebook. Nancy Ty. Nancy Ty. So it's you see Nancy. Right, I see. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I wanted to keep it somewhat. Sure, like sure. Um, and also my group page is City Real Estate Group too. City Real Estate, and that's mm-hmm. Cyty. Cyty. Very good. Well, Nancy, this has been really fun. Mm-hmm. This is yes, really good. This is my first podcast, and it was... Yeah, and I'm amazed that this is your first podcast. So now you'll be on everybody's podcast. <laughs> so I will be able to say she was here first, first though, yes, right? Yes. Right, right. And so this is really good. We appreciate it. We look forward to having you back sometime. I think you yes. gave some really good... In fact, before we even leave, if you brand new agent in the business, mm-hmm. and you know they come to you, Nancy, hey, what's the one piece of advice you would give me? What would that be? I mean, just work hard and do open houses. I mean, social media. My big thing is social media. Be active on social media. Um, you know, remind people that you're in real estate. Don't just, you know, and keep it personal, too. Sure. Don't just post real estate because they will get bored and unfollow That's right. you. That's right. So keep it personal and business and work hard. Very good. Every day because I work every day. You work every day. Work Monday hard every day. But here's the thing. So, yes, she works hard every day. But, but when she's not working hard. She, she's playing extra, pretty hard. Yeah, yeah she's extra. <laughs> That's right. She's extra. Well, y'all, we appreciate you all hanging out with us and listening today. Um, by all means, if you like the episode, please like it, subscribe, mm-hmm. let everybody know about it. But uh, Nancy Garcia, this is one of the best in the business, and we appreciate you hanging out with us Thank today. Thank all right. You. Thanks so much.